0: hello and welcome to a bonus episode of i've never seen the oc this week we'll be doing a deep dive into our favorite subject music done this in a while. I know, it's nice to be back.
1: Nice to see your face. Yeah. If you're new to this podcast and you're just uh, just getting into us, this, this is, uh, as Jane said earlier, a little bonus episode. Before, before we started, the reason it's called I've Never Seen the OC was because I had never seen the OC, but now I have. So we're using yeah. these bonus episodes to jump into some key themes and topics that we want to chat about, chat some shit about. Um, So I'm Heather, that's Jane, she knows everything about the OC. Oh,
0: I would say everything.
1: You know a lot, you know a lot more than me. (laughs) Um, She's also done all of her homework for this episode and I have not, so this Uh, is going to be a
0: Jane special. uh, It's one of those, you know that way when you did have homework at scale, if it was a subject you like, you'd actually like... Oh, yeah. enjoy doing mm. it and then the other stuff you're like mm. so yeah this is fun <laughs> this is fun I love all the trivia
1: i read two articles and now I'm just gonna <laughs> which I feel if that is not how I have coasted through life thus far yeah. in one example um yeah that's yeah. that's me <laughs> I've read an article I half understand it let's go
0: <laughs> oh right let's take it back to the 7th of March 2004 at 9pm yep. when they'll see first premiered in the UK on Channel 4. I actually weirdly remember watching it and I remember it for some reason I watched it in my brother's room no idea why I don't know if my like I don't know but I remember um, watching it and then I remember texting um my friend after it like did you watch that it's so good but yeah for a bit of context have a guess what was number one in the UK at that time.
1: So I remember when Kerry and I first started this podcast, the first ever episode we did, we talked about this. And I remember Harry Potter being big. A Harry Potter film had just come out and I specifically wrote down what music was out at the time. And I was a black, um, what's it called? Black and Gold? Who was that? Song? Oh, black yeah.
0: And Gold, black and Gold. I'm sure Gold. that was out
1: about the time. No, but I don't. I don't know. That's, it's that's even weirder.
0: Um, number one was Mysterious Girl by Peter Andre. <laughs> So I'm no, it
1: wasn't. That must have been a re release. Yeah, surely. so I'm
0: guessing this probably was. I think this was maybe like Prime.
1: Like when he was going out with um, Jordan, Katie Yeah, Price. Katie Price. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when they released that Aladdin cover? Oh, Jesus.
0: I can show you the world. Whole New World. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what? that was awful. Yeah, that but yeah, that was number <laughs> one. Busted Who's David was also in the top 10. Oh, my God. I loved Busted. Hey, by Outkast oh what a tune that album is also spectacular and Kelly's Milkshake but how long (sighs) like this shows how fucking old this TV show is because they're like so long so long ago Kelly's
1: Milkshake is like
0: an iconic level of song yeah (sighs) but yeah that's just to give you an idea but basically this was pre pre or indie days Heather yeah
1: I'm trying to think I would have been like what
0: 14, 15 Mm -hmm. when this came
1: out yeah And I just, I think at that time, that's when I was starting to flirt with, uh, actually, I'm sure I got Green Day's basket case in primary seven. And that was the start of my more mosher-esque life, shall we say. Loved a fishnet, loved a flare jean. Do
0: you know what I spent this morning doing? Oh my God. It was actually, I went down a complete TikTok rabbit hole and I I only use TikTok
1: my god we get it you're young and cool no 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 and I actually
0: do you know who I blame for this for half an hour of my life that I never got back this morning our lovely listener Cheryl because she put (gasps) something on I can't even remember what it was but basically I ended up down an elder emo TikTok rabbit hole if you saw this like hole
1: no I don't need that in my life I feel old enough as it is at the Uh, moment I don't need yeah
0: so it's just basically like old emo's reminiscing it's very no. nostalgic but um... did you
1: you had a heavy pop-punk period as well yes, didn't you? Similar yeah
0: similar to me yeah Well that takes me like into so the first like proper gig I went to um was to see All American Rejects at the Battlelands oh my God,
1: I loved All American Rejects yeah that
0: lead singer is hot yes AF. yes so that was in like November 2003 and then yeah, this obviously came out in 2004. And do you remember? I remember watching the episode and when Ryan and Seth are going to Holly's party, like they get in the Jeep and it's like yeah. All American Rejects, Swing, Swing
1: plays. Oh. And I was like, ah! I love
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, what a memory. Yeah. What a joy. I find this so funny because I obviously wasn't watching the OC at the yeah. time. Yeah. But like all the music, I'm like, yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah. Um, And I remember, yes, because even in that episode, so you've got Swing Swing, you've got um, that like Into Dust by Mazzy when Marissa's like absolutely mad out and leave her in the driveway. Mm. I remember a boy
1: gave me, gave me that song. (laughs) Did he make you a mixtape? I don't think it was a mixtape. Downloaded it from LimeWire. Sent me it and he was like, oh, this song reminds me of you. And I remember listening to it being like, oh, this song's beautiful. But then when you listen to the lyrics, I'm like, why does this remind me what
0: this is problematic maybe that was a red
1: flag i don't fucking know what
0: was (laughs) uh yeah and i love um uh, this also makes me cringe but at the end of the episode so when marissa it's like the iconic she's at ryan's going back to chino and she's at the end of the drive and they play that joseph arthur song honey in the moon and i remember Mm. that being an um an msn name if you weren't real i would make you up (laughs) oh
1: <laughs> remember that was such a thing on msn oh cringe passive aggressive
0: on. ones <laughs> and like if someone broke up with you or if like your
1: friend was being shit oh man
0: or do you remember you'd go offline and come back online so that your new changed name would pop up
1: yeah sorry that was my watch <laughs> trying to get involved in this conversation love it oh my god so msn finch. man something the youth will never I understand know. msn I know.
0: names but yeah it was a it was a strong start for episode one in the pilot yeah so shall we talk a wee bit about a wee bit of background do you want some some geeky trivia on
1: jane coming from you i would love any form of geeky trivia oh, you've got for me thanks. shoot from the
0: hip so so the woman that did all the music for the oc um is a woman called alexandra patsavis who before the oc had she um, done all the music for roswell did you watch oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't, but I am familiar with it because it was on that kind of T4, Channel 4. I feel I always caught the last 10 minutes of it before I wanted to watch whatever was on next.
0: Yeah, I feel it's probably something I would have liked, but I never, um, I just, yeah, like you say, it sort of passed me by at the time. But yeah, she'd worked on that and basically, I mean, we, we give Josh a lot of stick on this for his inconsistency but I think one thing he did get so right was um, the music and he'd said like oh I want music to be a character yeah. on the show and I mean he nailed he, that he totally nailed it, really it. he totally nailed it so if you think of like it turns out I didn't realise there were so many but there was like six OC um, like you know the mixes the mixtapes yeah. so there's six they're all on Spotify and yet it basically obviously in season two it really kind of with the bait shop and stuff sort of ran from there but she said that they would And honestly this sounds like my absolute um, dream job she said that a lot of it like Josh would either take a song and then try and script like create write the script according to that or they'd all just like all the editors would like watch the scene and just cut and like pitch songs ideas for specific scenes and I'm like that would be amazing like, oh, I think that would go here. Like, I think yeah. that would go there. Do you ever do
1: that when you're walking about or when something's oh. happening? My big one is like, if I'm doing something and I'm like, this would definitely be a montage. And yes. this is the song oh. that would be happening while yes. this montage yes. would be happening. It's normally Love cleaning. Cleaning is mm. always one. Or when I'm at the gym and I'm like, oh, this, is, this would make a great montage.
0: I'm always like, when I'm walking down the street, like, nice music video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: well like it's really important I think because I read
0: that interview as well
1: it's that one of the two one of the sorry I'm,
0: I'm using I'm stealing your content here <laughs> Heather
1: <somewhere. laughs> um, no I just I because I guess we predominantly in the TV shows and films that we've consumed it's always predominantly been of the internet age like the internet kind of you know got big when we were like 12 13 Mm -hmm. so she talks about it in the article where it's like before she had to you know go out and watch bands and like that's how she found this music whereas like with myspace with the internet there was this whole world of music that she could access so easily and i think that really Made me think differently about how the music is in the shows and how they manage to keep it so yeah. timely as well.
0: Totally, because she said as well, they were getting at the point, obviously, in season two, and it was kind of reaching its um, peak, and it was pretty much because <laughs> there was a little red, like some criticism that were like, oh, they totally just lost all plot lines it was like right we're going to the bait shop tonight and however we get there like shove a band on and like that would be it they we've said we've got
1: the killers booked make the storyline work
0: um but they were getting like 400 500 cds sent into them like a week of like yeah. band demos and stuff to be featured in the show and bands were like premium like cold plays like fix you and yeah. um that you touching Sometimes you can't make it on your own as well. Like, that premiered on there. And apparently Beck has premiered, like, six of his chins on there, which is, like, absolutely wild.
1: I mean, I guess as well that must have come at the point where, like, record labels were like, this is where we want our music to be. But I also didn't realise, because at this point with the OC, they were filming it and it was coming out quite soon Soon afterwards. So, like, when you choose a song, you know it's brand new. You know nobody else is using it. You know it's a band nobody's heard of. Like, they could do that really... Cool, mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. In cool. Quotation marks, and um, they could do that really kind of cool indie alternative. Oh my god, I'm so cool, and I know all these cool bands yeah. I've never heard of. They could do that so well because it's not like they were doing it and then it was going out six months a year later when somebody else has used that elsewhere. I was thinking we've been rewatching Scrubs, which I would highly recommend. It's a joy, oh. um, but they used Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah in one of the song, like in one of the episodes, right at the start and I'm like, that song is so beautiful. And in the right moment, it's phenomenal, but also it's so overused. Yeah. And it's the same with a lot of Coldplay songs. You'll be watching something, you'll just be like, well, it's um, not Fix You, one of the other ones. Ah,
0: one of the other ones. Um, Oh, what is the, take it back to the start one? Come up to
1: see me. Yeah, nah, it's not,
0: yeah. Yeah, what was that one? Yeah, what is that? That one. Yeah. It's going to be so, to many yeah, it's uh, so many rage. Yes, so many raging one. cold place fans now um, <laughs> listening to that. Yeah. But
1: that is in every every mm. show, every yeah. show. Fuck! What is the name of that
0: song? Do you want to Google it? Is that going to make you feel better? Fucking depressing cold place song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I think that's what's so good about the OC is like the music are never, it's never obvious choices. It's never cliche. It's never an easy low hanging fruit. It's always really cool, but really good, even when they use covers, you know? Okay, What's it's it
0: called? The Scientist. No wonder we didn't scientists. get it. That's actually, actually a tune, but yeah, it's very overused. So yeah, I yeah. think it's good. And I think as well, because apparently one of my favourite OC moments, and we'll come um, back to it, um, in rainy day women, surprisingly enough, when they use Champagne Supernova. Mm. um, But like Josh... I'm like, Josh, as if he's my pal. Josh Schwartz um, had... Josh
1: Schwartz, <laughs> who we totally haven't just badmouthed for an entire four series, and now yeah, we're talking about... I we love him. him. He
0: wanted to use that, but he didn't want to use the Oasis version, so got permission for... It was like, Matt Pond, PA, to do yeah. a cover and use it, and it's it's perfect.
1: It really it's is. Perfect. It really is. They use uh, they do use covers a lot and I think I really like that because like I love a cover. I'm a sucker. Yeah, I'm for a sucker cover for a cover. in general. As well as Champagne Supernova, like they do the Ryan Adams Wonderwall cover, which is like Ryan Adams is obviously very problematic. We don't have time to get into that. Yeah, today. we don't. But that cover is just as famous as as the original. And I think like that's I love it that they don't (laughs) use the original, you know? I love that they use the
0: cover. Like, in the words of Phoebe Bridgers, your, like, most famous song is a song that's not even yours. Precisely. (laughs) Precisely.
1: I was actually thinking, which is something maybe we can circle back to, but I was like, oh, if the OC was on, in More recent years, oh, yeah, 100%. They would have used Ryan Adams' cover of Style from uh Taylor Swift, yeah, 100%. Yeah,
0: totally, but I think we've, we've dabbled in this briefly, haven't we? Like, yeah. we would play the bait shop,
1: Phoebe Bridgers, 100%. Yeah,
0: she would 100% be there, and I think from our socials as well during the week, thinking about the Seth Cohn starter pack oh, yeah. and like what would be in it, <laughs> not music, but how much would like I think 500 Days of Summer would be like, because oh, not God, even, yeah. not even because obviously it's 500 Days of Summer, but with that, that is just such a, like, safe cone film, isn't it? It
1: so is. That is one of my favourite films. Sometimes when I'm sad, I watch it to make myself yeah. feel better. You know, you know, hurt, hurt myself. Even yeah. More. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's really, I remember, um, <laughs> I was going through a breakup and I was so sad. You know, that level of breakup that it's like, you look back and it's embarrassing of, yeah, like, like, how melodramatic get it, get it. you were. But, like, at the time, you know, you were just feeling it so hard, man. And, uh, I just watched... An episode of episode of Sex in the City, Five Hundred Days of Summer. He's just not that into you. Oh, fucking On hell. loop, literally on loop for like a month, and it was so depressing. So good. <laughs>
0: uh, it's good to know that like people are feeling what you're feeling, though. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm.
1: That's yeah. Five Hundred Days of Summer is another show tv film thing that has
0: like nailed the soundtrack yeah they, oh they did a great what job. a soundtrack that and juno the juno soundtrack mm. i remember them both being out about the same time and like well yeah definitely it's same, very off the same time, vibes isn't it?
1: the oc 500 days of summer juno are all of the yeah. same
0: family oh my god i'm getting so nostalgic <laughs> but yeah so shall we have a wee get into the bait shop
1: yes yeah, always
0: yeah so i think again yeah it's got a very when but been doing my homework has like a sort of feel <laughs> for um, like the the troubadour and Ellie and obviously um, yeah. CBGB like and yeah it's very like gritty and dingy and yeah just just a good a, a good a good gig venue
1: it's funny at work at the moment we're trying to spoiler alert we're trying to make content for the youth not <laughs> me do I still think I am the youth but like the youth the, the young youngs the, the little young. ones and it's like trying to find things that 14 to 18 year olds are interested in and I've was thinking about it a lot in relation to what we consumed at that age and I feel the bait shop and uh what was the one in Buffy as well the Bronx the, bron- the, br- the bronze the bronze
0: yeah, the bronze. Like, Yeah,
1: those environments that are a bit seedy looking, a bit dirty, a bit grimy. Why do teenagers, why are they so drawn why to that? Why do they love that shit? You know, like, and it's so interesting. And I find it even more interesting because obviously when, when we were youths, <laughs> back, in, <laughs> back in the day, when we were young people, oh. we loved like, you know, trying to buy booze and like, you know, pr- trying to pretend you were older than you are. And trying to pretend you're like that 20, cool twenty one year old who's out and going to shit like,
0: gig venues. Did you ever go to Ivory Blacks or like Fury oh Muddies, Strawberry times Fields? I was
1: sick violently outside <laughs> Ivory Blacks. It's a real resounding memory. Love it. Um, but like that's that's what we wanted. That's that's like what we wanted to emulate. And I know obviously not all teenagers the mm-hmm. same, but there was definitely like this indie cool girl vibe that like I definitely wanted. Oh to Oh my be. god, yeah. And I find it wild now that teenagers, teenagers nowadays, don't really drink.
0: Yeah, they don't drink and they go to the gym and they, I'm not saying these are all great things, but it's, it's, there's just such been, been such a change in culture, hasn't there?
1: I mean, their midlife crises are
0: going to be spectacular. (laughs) I can't
1: wait to watch that. That's going to be wonderful. But yes, the bait
0: shop has everything my inner 14 year old would have wanted at the time. So, so much. Yeah. Um, Oh, we jumped to season two, but we never um talked about <laughs> the the first gig of the O. C. Rooney. Rooney
1: <laughs> Rooney <laughs> I love that episode. It's so good. So I think so as well, good. it's like it's never alluded to the fact that it's their first gig, but it feels like it's got it that energy like of like a
0: teenager's first gig, doesn't it?
1: Doing your hair, getting your cute outfit.
0: And it's also like when we sort of start to like look. Oh yeah. Luke. Uh, Luke.
1: Love Luke. Love Luke.
0: Yeah. So we've got, I can't even think in order, but the Walkman. Yes. That was, and I love the Walkman. My brother was really big on them. I remember him going to see them play in Manchester. Um, their final gig and they split up and then oh, this happens to me a lot I've just got really into the band when they're no longer like playing oh, um, man. but their lead singer um, Hamilton Leithauser, has like three solo albums that are absolutely amazing so big fan of his so like going back and watching that is just so it's like oh he looks like a little baby um, in it but yeah they're awesome. Our friends Ed and Cleo
1: had uh, The Walkman the Rat oh, as amazing. Their first dance at their wedding and it was fucking iconic. It was love so, it. Good. Such it a was so good.
0: We had one of their one of their songs in our wedding video. Um but yeah they're they're awesome. They would be I'd love to see them live.
1: Well that's not gonna happen Jane. you got into that's them too late. Happen. Sorry about that.
0: I did. I did. Um right. The killers. What Ugh. are your views on the killers?
1: Complicated. If we were in a relationship it would be it's complicated because yeah. I really distinctly remember Rooking Glen Park, Rook and Glen Garden Centre, probably, like, when did um, somebody told me came out? Whenever that yeah. came out. Yeah, and uh, mum had gone in specifically to get cat litter from the garden centre. I'm sitting in the car, putting the radio on. Being that like nowadays, I'm like, you don't put the radio. Well, I don't even think you can put the radio on without the keys and the ignition. You know, your mum was oh, always like, don't do that without the car. Then the ignition. Yeah, you to run the, run the battery out. But I was doing it anyway. And uh, Zane Lowe introduced somebody told me, and it was like the exclusive first play, and that is like seminal in my trajectory of loving music and loving zane low and loving radio loving one and like that if i hadn't been in that moment at that time i would not be doing the job i am doing i wouldn't have gone down the career route that i'm doing that was the start that was the start of it so the killers will always have a special place in my heart that first album spectacular they have so many bangers the last couple albums not for me no. Not into it, although we saw them in Glastonbury Clang, and um, we all kind of went being like, Let's we'll, we'll stop by. Fucking Amazing, such a good oh. gig, such a good show. Like, Brandon Flowers still absolutely smoking, still would, and uh, yeah, so it's complicated It's complicated. What about you?
0: I remember, sorry. Bizarrely, I remember seeing the music, right, because Mr. Brightside, I'm sure, was released twice because it didn't do very well. It's got two videos as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I distinctly remember the two videos and I was like, oh my God, this tune's amazing. Loved that album, like played it to death. Then started going out with this guy who was like I only listened to music like that was made before nineteen seventy. One of He was like guys. a total, total snob, music snob at the time. I definitely listens to the Killers now. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, they're like they're not very cool. They're like not very um mainstream, but they've just got some fucking bangers. They've got some absolute
1: like you, I defy anyone after a couple of wee wines and there's a dance floor if Mr. Brightside comes on and you don't
0: get up. Oh, like, oh, I've, got filled, oh I've got a filled, I've got a filled answer to Mr. Brightside. Um, like, do all the actions. Are you going to show get... me now? Is this for like later? No, it'll, I can't do it holding the mic. <laughs> um, I basically just act out every, like, every action that he talks about.
1: I was thinking about this. I can't remember what song it was. I was, I was being nostalgic about ABC. ABC is a... Oh. Uh, v- venue in glasgow what was a venue in glasgow
0: i feel see if they were to go back and count how many times we'd explain what abc oh is in God. this episode
1: it's, it's iconic for for women of our age of the yeah. ilk that we are it's yeah yeah it's oh i miss it anyway i was thinking about abc because a song came on when i was running and i was like thinking about how i used to dance to it and honestly, just wanted to curl up and die. Just wanted to hide beneath the leaves at the side of the road and just be like, oh, my cringe glands are about to explode at the <gasps> routine I had for them.
0: Yeah, Stephen, you think as well, like, I think because I've not been to a club in so long, um, due to what, COVID, when our just old age. <laughs> aye. Um, but how weird is, like, you just go into a big vacuous room and then start dancing in front of strangers? Like, it is weird. It's weird, because like, I was like, Stephen... I can't imagine you like being just gonna start like cutting some shapes in front of all the. You know, it's such a fucking weird concept to think about. No,
1: the the lights need to be dim. That's the rule. Needs to be a bit dark.
0: So weird, and even the fact that you'd be you'd be doing it, but like back in when the hope of like pulling someone. Do you remember? remember Hey, look at my look at my hard dancing. Oh. Oh. Like actually got a tight chest. Just talking about it. Oh god, (laughs) I feel
1: quite sick. That's awful.
0: I know. (laughs) I know. I know. It was the back it's the dancing, but like accidentally bumping them Bumping oh, in and oh, they got like little <laughs> look over the shoulder. Oh, yeah. oh my god, sorry. Sorry. Oh, oh my god. Ooh. Oh god. My kind glance were like uh-huh. oh, man. oh right, okay. Let's let's bring it back. So yeah, we like we enjoyed the walkman. I um <laughs> how did we <laughs> do trajectory? <laughs> the we just killers. went from the killers very quickly, ABC, right? Mother of the story, killers are good, Brandon flowers is hot, some bang yeah, on oh, the next one Yeah.
1: Modest Mouse So I was never a fan Really Like I think Modest Mouse is one of the ones I can only describe that If it was on a playlist It was on a mm-hmm. CD I wouldn't skip yeah. it But I would never go to listen to
0: You know Yeah I went to see them at The Corn Exchange I think and I, But again I got into Modest Mouse Off the back of off The OC the- Oh that's yeah. cute yeah and yeah they are just they're very very nostalgic it's just a very often time, time isn't you know it? yeah yeah and likewise obviously death cab had such a huge like part in um they'll are we going to go down and the death cab route because
1: i feel i've made my feelings known about death cab
0: yeah yeah well we'll we'll um well yeah we won't we won't go down it but yeah big big fan of those as well but again i feel these were all Def Cab, Bright Eyes, these were all like bands. Again, I got into like via the internet, yeah. you know, and like downloading like singles on LimeWire. Oh my God. Um, right.
1: <laughs> Do you remember it used to take like three days to download an album from LimeWire the whole time yeah. just c- killing your computer with infections. Infections? I, that's not what they're called. Yeah, so. Viruses. Viruses, that's the
0: one. Can you tell I'm a about hungover? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is just so nostalgic. But around about this time, you know, it was me and my friend Emma. We were like mad into the OC. We were getting into alternative music. yeah. And we would download, and we both got like mini-discs for oh my Christmas. God, I so mini-discs. must discs have been, yes. Yeah, so say like Christmas 2004, and we'd just like download stuff and then make mini-discs. And I distinctly remember getting my mini-discs for Christmas and my mom had bought me it, but she hadn't bought me any fucking mini-discs for it. Like, she hadn't. Oh <laughs> but, no. Um, yeah, if I could go back and listen to some of those mini discs yeah, it'd probably be chaotic <laughs> like <laughs> i remember having, songs um, on it
1: maroon 5
0: oh yeah that song's album? about jane yeah.
1: songs about jane on about my me. mini disc player and i we, we where did we go we went on holiday to like bulgaria or something and i only had like three mini discs with me and that was one of them and it was just one on repeat all <laughs> the time yeah. it's funny i've always had I've I've always thought of you as being really cool I have I Ali slags me off all the time because he's like you just have like a big girl crush on Jane and like when you Aww. came on, when you came on the podcast <laughs> at first I was like oh my god Jane's gonna join the podcast and she's just like so cool like she's so well I was I remember showing him your Instagram and being like isn't Jane just like so cool <laughs> and he was like you need to chill the fuck out babe <laughs> and
0: then so you're cute? like she's actually a fucking loser <laughs> he's
1: like she's a fucking teacher she's fine <laughs> But I just and I think like a huge part of that is like our friendship has always been based around music. It's all yeah. like whether it was like bumping into each other in ABC, whether it was like gigs, Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And I just like I feel your music taste has always
0: been exemplary, but always been oh, very thanks, cool. Pal. It's almost very cool. It's funny, I've yeah, and I do obviously as you get older, but I would like very judgmental on like someone's music taste and like that's terrible yeah. you know but i'd be like oh really um and it's funny like steven and i music tastes and that was a big i i remember we'd sort of like hanging out in the same group and i remember being back at a party and he had his ipods and i was like can i see your ipod and i was just like holy shit because it was like he had loads of like pop punk stuff on that i'd be like okay i listen to that but i wouldn't like tell anyone that i listen to that <laughs> or you know it was like a huge sort of range like all the and again it was very much as well there would be stuff on it that you'd have an artist and you maybe only have two songs from it because again you've downloaded it from like limewire or whatever yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like oh that's like such a tune so yeah it's um yeah it's probably not something i'm, I'm proud of and i'm not as um judgmental now and i do like a lot of shit as well yeah. but yeah it's funny oh, that's <laughs> nice to know
1: <laughs> don't let it go to your head <laughs> oh it is funny though because like i have always had a super eclectic taste in music which yeah. makes me sound like a fucking arsehole and i don't mean it like no. that i mean like i love pop music as much as i love yeah. a little bit of like dance as much as i love like all genres of music apart from country don't like country
0: oh uh, okay. country
1: and folk is where i'm a bit like mm, not not for this uh, girl everything else though i'll give i i'll give it a bash and i remember being i must have been like maybe 13 14 so probably just as this was coming out i loved like green day i loved nirvana i loved yeah. like the offspring i loved you know lesson J. all that kind of vibe yeah Yep, And I remember my friends were really into like Justin Timberlake and like yeah, Sean yeah, Paul yeah. and <laughs> the classics, you know. And I remember saying to my mum like for Christmas, I was like, oh, I'd love this Justin Timberlake album. She's like, oh, that's not really like you though. Like, are you yeah. sure? Like, mm-hmm. he's sh-. And I remember just being like, oh, wait, am I not allowed?
0: And Yet. I think like,
1: especially when we were younger, like how we got music pre-LimeWire was like your friends would give it to you. And like if your friends had similar music tastes. Your bubble of what you listen to was a lot smaller than what mm-hmm. it is now. Like you didn't just have Spotify that you could listen to anything and everything. Oh, totally. And I feel like as I've got older, like I can't. I mean, this isn't an advert for Spotify. If you want, if you want to sponsor a Spotify, we'll take yeah. it. <laughs> but like Spotify and how we listen to music now, ugh, if I'd had that as a teenager, holy, or can holy you imagine? Smokes. These kids don't know they're living. They don't. They well, don't know what it. a is.
0: I know because it, it's funny you should say that because I remember being like maybe like third year high school and it was the albums I remember <laughs> it was like Eminem and then it went oh on because yeah. everyone loved Eminem and it was like oh my god you have to like everyone has to have these albums and you knew them word for word because you were you were paying like what 13 quid for an album yeah. or something and just like rinsing it and then I remember it would go it was like um, J-Lo, Ashanti, Jeru, oh, like yeah. those albums like on rotation. Missy um, Elliott, yeah. Games. And then I sort of, from there, went into the sort of pop punk and Green Day and then probably more down like Bright Eyes, Death Cab, like the more depressing emo um, (laughs) stuff. But yeah, and then that sort of paved the way for like Indie. Yeah,
1: I feel Seth Cohen would have been very judgmental of our music tastes at the time. Mm -hmm. I feel like he would have just been a total arsehole.
0: Anything he told me to listen to, I'd listen to it. Like, <laughs> I'd have been like, oh my God, he's like so cool alternatives alternative. So
1: cool, he's so cool. One thing I would like to talk about, which I feel we talked about a lot in season one. Do you remember mm-hmm. right at the start when obviously Seth was set up as this like, Indie emo emotional like yeah. loves music but it's very gatekeepery. It's very like I know yeah. all this music and that's the information I have and you. Yeah. It's like you know like that guy that comes up to you being like, oh you're wearing a Prince t-shirt. Tell me eight Prince songs. Like yeah yeah. He's, he's got that energy. And I think like when Marissa was like, oh actually I like this. I've made like Ryan this. a mixtape etc cetera, etc. Cetera. I wish they like kept Marissa. As like a challenge to Seth. Yeah. To be like, or like them trading CDs or trading mixes. That's exactly like, it. It's
0: such a missed That would not have taken anything. Yeah. Um, they just went too much in on her damage and her spiraling when that could have been She would have watched awesome.
1: 500 Days of Summer just to hurt. That's what she, she would would've. have done.
0: <laughs> yeah, it definitely a missed opportunity. Um, I feel like I'm going to circle back to ABC again. Oh, um, yes,
1: my favorite topic. But, Let's go.
0: Right. Do you remember, um, so the Subways played the bait shop?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I think we've talked about this in the podcast before. Do you remember ABC were doing those weird nights that, like, it was when it just been taken over by O2, so it wasn't the cool club that it used to be. It became a bit.
1: Yeah, anyone could yeah. get in. That's when it yeah, changed. Anyone could get in. Do you remember it used to be hard to oh get into God, ABC? It was... You had to wear the right outfit. Yeah, like, it's. you had yeah. to be cool. You had to look yeah. cool to get into you ABC. You had to have a certain look. Whereas, like, they changed to O2 and... Any ragamuffin yeah. could get in.
0: But they started doing these weird things on a Friday night that... What was Friday night propaganda? Yes, they'd have, like, bands playing. So, went into the club into the club one night, and, like, the subways are just playing. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on here? Also, like, the energy of going to a gig and watching a
1: band play X amount of songs and going to a nightclub to just dance to your favourite... They did not think that through. I see, I see the road they went down, but they did not yeah. think that through from what the audience wanted.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think what other good performances did we have? There was a couple of, like that I just didn't know. Like um Rachel Yamagata. Yeah, I wasn't I didn't know who um she was. She wasn't on my on my radar and likewise, um Tom Vec. I know Tom Vec now
1: but I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't have known them at the time. But I like that. I like that they as I said earlier, they never went for the low hanging fruit, you know? They yeah. always tried to like It's almost like a gift to the audience. Like you were saying, like there were so many bands and artists that you took away because you were like, oh my God, I listened to that and I really liked it. You know, it's almost like, you know, it's it's TikTok of its Mm -hmm. day. You hear it once and you're like, oh my God, I like that.
0: The thrills. Nah, not for this girl. Nah, wasn't for a couple of, there were like chins on the radio. It would be all right. Background music. Um, But you know who I think would have been a Seth Cohen band and would have played the bait shop? Vampire Weekend. Oh,
1: my God. Yes, I loved Vampire oh, Weekend. Yeah. It must be of the same era. I saw somebody posting yesterday that um, Jamie T's Panic Prevention is 15 oh, years wow. old.
0: No oh way. What an album.
1: Such an album. I imagine if... I just... Especially, like, British music. Do you remember? Because Franz Ferdinand got us sync um, yeah. when they were in Vegas. Like, there's so That's many right. amazing British bands. And I just think, again, like it's thanks to the internet that the people choosing the music could like push the boundaries and there's so okay. many american bands and artists that you probably would have got through the oc but i imagine mm-hmm. for americans there's so many
0: british artists that british they've artists. got the same
1: experience with oh just want to go at the bait
0: shop man. <laughs> you just you had me there it's like um, that feeling you get when jamie t sticks and stones comes on a oh, Saturday night abc right like, absolute euphoria
1: running with the levers, doing a little jog <laughs> i know the dance chain i'm ready
0: oh oh gosh i feel this episode has gone off at various tangents but i'm enjoying I'm it
1: i'm not mad at it I'm, I'm no. ho- I hope the listeners are sitting there being like, Oh yeah, I remember that. Unless yeah, you're like
0: that. young and you don't know. Yeah, I mean, talking like, about. what are you even talking about? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Should we we can't go any further in this podcast without talking about the opening titles. Phantom Planet,
0: California. <sighs> so good. It's it's so iconic.
1: It's so do you know the thing is? It's such a good song in its own right. It's such a good song in its own right. And the fact that the it fits. It fits the vibe of the show. Mm-hmm. It works lyrically. Like it is the. Per- I would say it is. I got the- goosebumps. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. It is the perfect. Opening I think I might title. just be cold. <laughs> it's the perfect opening theme song. This and Scrubs um, Superman, I think are no, some of the best opening credit tracks. Yeah.
0: Apparently, I think they used it in the pilot. They planned to use it in the pilot, and then Josh was just like, "This works. That's this her. Is it." That's our
1: that's our theme tune. These boys never need to release another single. I'm just gonna get all yeah. them, all the money for this. Do you know it's so geeky? So I've done a couple of like music publishing rights conversations to like buy tracks mm-hmm. for TV shows or buy tracks for digitals, and I'm so interested to know if they just did a buyout and just were like we will give you X amount of money to use this forever, or if the get it i'm so interested to know what the the, the terms definitely find that out the um i find it really interesting as well going back to scrubs um because obviously it's fresh in my mind it's really interesting how when you watch this on dvd or if you watch this on a streaming platform the music is the same same as Mm -hmm. the show because it's so integral scrubs if you watch that on certain streaming platforms versus Mm -hmm. the dvd it's not the same music, they've had to switch out the music oh. because the licensing's different. So right. because that was a little bit older, they would have paid the artist to put it on tele forever, but they mm-hmm. wouldn't have thought thought about digital. And it's so interesting that within what a couple of years difference between Scrubs coming out and this coming out, the OC were mm-hmm. straight on it. Like it must it must have been so exciting in that time to be thinking about it in a way that you're like yeah this world of the internet and how teenagers are engaging with things the opportunities must just have been mm-hmm. i I'm, imagine for josh and alexandra it must have just been such like a vibrant time and you can see like the oc and a couple of other shows changed how people did music things yeah it's also my dream job one day one
0: day i, I know i know Oh uh, amazing yeah. The, the stripped back version of it. I can't remember the episode oh, that it was Oh, it was the in.
1: Alternative Universe. Alternative it. Universe,
0: yeah. So good. So, so good. Nice and mellow. Should we... Do we want to rate our, our top OC moments?
1: Yeah. Should we do three? You choose three. I'll do three. Oh, it's hard, man. Favorite music moments in
0: the OC? <laughs> okay. It probably won't surprise you. My favorite ever is and radiant day women when summer's at the airport with zach and then she sees the little the ready to go to sister's oh God, wedding I hate this bit. And Then she this and then she's like you can't fight fate and then we've got the yeah the spider-man kiss and it's this lovely cover of Champagne supernova i love it yeah that's that's mm, yeah that's a goodie so that's that's my all-time favorite i absolutely love the season one finale Caleb and Julie's wedding and Marissa just looking so beautiful and her and Ryan are dancing and Jem is playing a cover do oh, you remember Jem yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a uh, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah such a tune she's playing a cover of Paul McCartney and Wings and um, maybe I'm amazed and I just love it I think it's like perfect it's and that's when Ryan, yeah Ryan's going back to Chino to be with Teresa and yeah I love oh, that I, I think that. that's yeah, um, and then oh, this is hard. Obviously, the Imogen Heap cover of Hallelujah. Oh yeah, Marissa's, when the dies. Yeah, all the Imogen Heap moments though, like the hide and seek when she shoots that montage, like when she shoots Trey, like that's interesting. Amazing.
1: Okay, but we'll circle back. We'll circle yeah. back.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's not three. I can't, and I also love the in the pilot when. Marissa's at the end of the drive, and they play the Joseph Arthur Honey in the Mansion as well. So, those are just some key highlights. I could I could be here all day. So,
1: let's talk about the Imogen Heap Hide and Seek. I wish. So, they use it twice, don't they? They use it when yeah. Caleb dies, and then they use it obviously Maybe when use it. Marissa. Mm-hmm. It's just, I wish they'd chosen a different track for, like, I don't think both of them should have been the same. Yeah. The moment isn't the same. It's so, I really love how they repeat Hallelujah from it's the model home, isn't it? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then obviously when Marissa dies, like that is such a beautiful book ended, thought through moment. And yeah. I think like the fact that they use the kind of alternative cover version for the when she passes away and how like we talked about it in so much depth in that, that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact they've got like the kind of effects through it and it's so haunting and it's so beautiful. Yeah, That repetition, chef's kiss, perfect. Caleb's funeral and Trey getting shot, not the same. And I just felt it was yeah. quite lazy, you know? Was, yeah. Yeah, could have been better. And again, like because they don't repeat things very often, because they're so on it with the music, I just thought it was such a weird choice. And in hindsight, yeah. I look back on it, and I'm like, what? why? You could have got yeah, 10 out of 10 to... for the music on this show, but you're only getting a 9.5 it's because a nine, of that. It's 9.5 from us. So Marissa dying the music for that is like one of my favorite i think that might be my favorite music moment it was haunting chilling i've spoken about it enough it's a great moment (laughs) um i also love on episode two of season one that's model home isn't it episode two it is the model home um Mm -hmm. when ryan's on his bike marissa's like on on the back pedals and um skateboarding, skateboarding they're going along the pier like it's caught by the river by the doves and it is such a, like... It's a great song. It's such a good song, but like visually it's so bright, it's so sunny, it's so young, it's so fresh and it's that way where it's like, it's such like a... I think that's the thing, like looking back, teenage, being a teenager is so weird because you are on the cusp of adulthood, you're on the cusp of responsibility, you're on the cusp of the shit parts of being yeah. an adult. Don't get me wrong, there's loads of really good parts of being an adult, but looking back on that moment I'm like that show, their experience what they're going through in that moment is so pure and I feel like it's it's so well represented visually and that song is just perfect.
0: It is perfect and I think it's because you know what lies in front of them as well. Yeah, exactly. You know it's like, yeah it's almost yeah it's just before their innocence is like (laughs) destroyed, completely shattered. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: And then I think my third, my third favourite My third favorite could be when Trey is leaving after he's been shot, when he's leaving to go to Vegas to meet up with Holly, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a block party, Blue Light. Mainly because I love that song. But I also just feel it was so... Like, it's it's really well done. And it's not... I think because that moment is so nuanced, it's not Mm
0: -hmm.
1: an overtly sad moment. It's not a particularly angry moment. Like, the emotions on it are so complicated that having a song that complements that. I think it was a really good
0: choice. Yeah, Is Jess, Jess Slavers is the way you get, oh, not it? Oh, it's Jess Slavers, isn't it? Slavers. <laughs> Sla- Jess Slavers. How could I forget Slavers? Forget. Oh, man. Yeah, th- those are good choices. So, um, in conclusion, the OC music is shit hot. It's spectacular.
1: We could literally talk about it all day. We could. We could. But we're not going to because we've got shit to do because being an adult has shit <laughs> Being an adult. <laughs>
0: Got to go and mourn my youth oh i know i know oh let's let's although have you seen like what is coming back like there was literally an article in vogue the other day what um, there was uh alexa chung's been posting about it oh well if alexa chung's of, posting about it i'm yeah. listening what <laughs> guess what's returning as like a, a vibe a fashion indie sleaze <laughs> so like thinking all their, like ABC outfits. I can't believe I didn't bring this up earlier. Oh my god. Oh, I I have
1: goosebumps. <laughs> <Indie> sleeves <laughs> is my is my jam. Like see, like yeah. I <laughs> Pete Doherty, Amy Winehouse, Yep, Kate Moth That is my favorite. There's yep. um. Oh god, I'll try and see if I can post it on our Instagram. There's a spectacular picture of. Kate and Kate Moss at a party, and they're smoking out a window, and she's and like oh, leaning like oh. back, and like they're both wearing like black. She's got oh, my, like everything about that picture. I'm like that. That is perfection.
0: Yep. And if I could go back and be like a uh, indie goddess of that time, yep, I would have. So we're going to be like wearing oversized like checked shirts, and, oh, elastic headbands. Remember, oh you put them God, around your yeah. like and oh, and then you like <laughs> poofed up
1: your hair at the back yep, with your dust hair at the back. Yep i still got um, some dust types. it kicking about. I'm not wearing I footless. I still use it. I uh, <laughs> you still use dust it. Yeah. I you're using a good cleanser to get it out of your hair. Love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry, gamer. My my shampoo is considerably Best. better than what I was using at that time. Do you remember
1: backcombing? How I still have yeah. hair is
0: Header. beyond me. Do, do, do you remember my hair used to be like my mom would be like for like it looked like a bird's nest yeah. it would be it's insane it was, it was just all huge. the
1: time it's i believe me winehouse yeah. personally but it's the fact like we both had bleached blonde hair we both backed homed our hair to death and
0: in shit's life yep
1: oh let's try and find some pictures and put them on uh put them oh on my on god the i feel socials. the audience will love that let's go heavy yeah. nostalgia oh that's really perked up my day i might go and wear some like fishnets just to celebrate
0: well, that's. I'll send you the Vogue article. But I was just like, oh my God! Oh, Remember, like all the chains you would made as well, like layered chains, I loved like that. lockets, little trilby.
1: Oh, I mean, I do love a hat. <laughs> Our fedoras coming back because I love aww. a fedora. <sighs> Blazers. I love a blazer. I have actually just bought a suit, but yeah, that's fine. Oh, nice, hmm.
0: nice. I'm trying to be an adult. I know. I wonder if this could be the return of skinny jeans. Holy shit!
1: Oh my god. I so I have two non skinny jeans, and don't get me wrong, like. They're nice, but skinny jeans for life, man. Oh, gosh. On that note. <laughs> I know. But
0: then,
1: if on yeah. the off chance you're not following us on Instagram, at uh, NeverSeenTheOC on, on the old Insta, um, you can get all the visual references to the weird shit we've been chatting about. Um, <laughs> and please do slide into our DMs. We love chatting music. So if you've got new suggestions we love chat, that we love you're trip, into, yeah. Yeah. things about the show, things you're listening to, you think we might like, we're here for it all. PR. Love it.
0: Right, I'm going to back comb my hair to within an inch of its life.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get the bleach out. Catch you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.